0: Oh. Why do you look so confused, PJ? Oh. Why do you why do you look so confused? <laughs> you know I, what week it is.
1: Yeah. I knew something odd was happening when, you know, you you had Spotify pulled up, but I didn't you you kept changing things around so much that I never got to see what exactly the name of it was. And then you started playing it, I was like, Alright, I have no idea. I, what is going on. You've never heard Augusta?
0: By Dave Loggins before, no. Maybe, maybe what you're missing is the tones of one Scott Van Pelt or a Jim Nance. I'm always on missing. Saturday and Sunday hitting with the Hello Friends.
1: I'm always missing those two. Hello Friends. I need them. narrating a week my life. for
0: Jim Nance, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Final Four
0: Masters Week.
1: That's a that's a heck of a. Is there a better duo of of like commentating in sports? Probably probably not to you. I can't imagine to you. Like in in one week. Now, it's rare that things align like that, but you know, sometimes it happens. I feel like if you got to play-by-play play or commentate yep. the final four and then the championship game for the NCAA championship game for basketball. And then go to like that's that's you're you're on cloud nine.
0: Yeah, I mean, and Jim Nance has like the the nice duties of being kind of just the ceremonial voice of the Masters because like he kind of hands it off. True. To the, I guess play-by-play. Or, or if I'm being honest, and I should know in this industry, I don't know what you call that. They're just the broadcast team. Yeah. Right. Nick Faldo. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah, the, yeah. the the boys uh-huh. hanging out there. Right. Uh, Vern Lundquist just camped out somewhere. On Augusta National. In a
1: bunker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Or, yeah, or in a deer stand, something like that. One or the other. He's comfortable, though. We know that. Oh, but, yeah, no, Jim Nance is scheduled this week. Yeah, calling the Final Four. Both games. National Championship. Yeah. Up on a flight. I'm sure a, a luxurious flight for Jim Nance. And then, uh, yeah, from the 7th through the 10th, calling the Masters. Is that... I don't think, like, the only thing that maybe, like, if you're saying, like, what's your dream that you could you could call these things is, like, maybe calling, like, an SEC game and then doing a World Series game.
1: Yeah, something like that. Because, like, they kind
0: of fall on the same line.
1: Well, it's like you imagine, like, like Joe Buck, right? Or formerly, of course, of, of Fox.
0: Welcome to the family, Joe Buck. <laughs> there you go. Let's go. go. You like, and Troy.
1: Yeah, you, know, you can probably see that, like. Sunday afternoon, he's calling yeah. a game, and then Monday night, if Fox has the oh, rights to the World I'm Series, that
0: entirely sure that he has done that before.
1: Yeah, that's just it's, yeah. it's wild, man. So you have some of these matchups, but is it almost for for Jim Nance? Let's be real, especially if like he seems like someone who's who's, I mean, you can't be the guy, the commentator guy for the Masters for as long as he have and not be in the golf.
0: So he. That seems like that's dude. He has a he has a hole in his backyard. I didn't know if that was him or not.
1: Yeah, yeah. I couldn't forget. Um, but no, like, is this not just you say it's a busy week, which I think for most people, like working, if they if they had to work a shift like this, yeah, it'd, it'd be a busy long week for Jim Nance though. Is this just really the fun, like because? Doing play-by-play for basketball, that's work, even though I enjoy it a lot. It's fun. It's entertaining. Yeah, It's also like you got to be on your P's and Q's, right? Like it, you, things are happening are so Are you saying quickly. you have
0: to less be on your P's and Q's at Augusta National? I'm sure you
1: do. I'm no, sure there you there have to be. There's no
0: place where you have to be on them more than at Augusta National. PJ, you didn't even know what we were talking about today, but that was a hell of a segue by you. And there we go, let's go. Hell of a segue by you. <laughs> in because, a bad way or a good way? No, in a great way because <laughs> I want to talk about what Augusta National has going on because, listen, if you follow the Masters, you know some of the history that we're going to talk about here because it's fascinating, I guess, uh, is the best way to say it. But So here, this is from 1979. This is uh, the rules for the broadcasters. Uh, And a majority of these were put in place by co-founder of Augusta National, Clifford Roberts, who we're going to talk about here in a second, uh, because I just, I I find him to be a fascinating person in the best and worst ways. Okay. Right? Like, probably, uh, I'm curious to get your opinion on it, Uh, uh, had bad, (laughs) <laughs> we'll get we'll get to it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. these I are can't from, wait to hear yeah, about that. But these yeah. are from Clifford Roberts, uh, and these are given out to the CBS sports crew that was broadcasting the Masters in 1979. Never refer to the gallery or patrons as a mob or crowd. Right? They're they're just the patrons, or there's the gallery. Okay. Right? Yeah. Never estimate the size of the gallery. Never refer to players' earnings. Never refer to Masters prize money. De-emphasize the players' antics. So if somebody's like throwing a fit, don't don't bring it up. Just move on. Yeah. Do not compare any holes at Augusta National with those at another golf course. <laughs> the water in front of the 13th green is not to be called Ray's Creek, but a tributary of Ray's Creek. Make no reference to master's tickets having been sold out. Make frequent mention of the presentation ceremony to be conducted at the end of the final round. Do not guess at where the ball might be do not estimate the length of a putt instead of identifying Lee elder as the first black man to play in the masters. Say he is the first person of his race to play in the tournament. These are all rules given by Clifford Roberts who was the chairman of Augusta national for a long, long time. And again, one of the co-founders president, right? Had once Bob Jones got sick. It was pretty much him controlling this, and that kind of happened towards the beginning of the TV deals and all that. So uh, it's it's fascinating because as weird as a lot of these are, and then the last one is just as terrible as it is, it's the reason why I think Augusta National and the Masters are as revered as they are because it's kind of like a time warp. As soon as you go through the gates at Augusta National, you no know, cell phones... Right It was built on a nursery, so like you can still kind of see that and just how beautiful all the the trees and the flowers, uh, the water that's there, right? So it, it's just you can't bring your cell phones, right? You can't buy tickets like you, you there's been a waiting list for the weekday pass it, or passes, and they have they stopped in 2000. Like they stopped registering people for those in 2000, Jeez. and now basically they just get passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Uh, they do the single-day passes, but those are lottery. Like you put your name in and you hope you can get one, right? right? And no cell phones. Prices for the food are incredibly cheap, right? But outside of that, the the weird thing that they have done as, as a broadcasting point of view, where it's it's the biggest golfing event bar none. Right? Like, there's no other golfing event that comes close to it. I think a lot of that is because you play it at the same place every year, but a lot of it's the nostalgia factor as well and the branding factor, which is when they signed this contract with CBS, they said, we control the sponsors. You get four minutes, and this is kind of going to what we do, they get four one-minute commercial breaks an hour, Mm. which if you're asking for a comparison, a regular PGA tour event, you get 15 minutes an hour of commercials. Yeah. So Augusta National, you get four minutes an hour, and they choose the sponsors. Right. The Mercedes, the Rolex, the AT&T's, right? No sponsors by the greens. Like, you can't see the sponsors when you're on TV. Like, when, when you're a patron and you're there at the golf course, you're at the golf course. Yeah. There's no big billboards lighting up in your face. There's none of that. It's just it's the golfers, it's the course, and it's you. And that's that's all you have to worry about. But how like so how do you get away with this as the masters? You'll appreciate this. One year contracts. Yeah. And it's been CBS since the beginning of television broadcast for the masters. Yeah. But they, they told him from the jumps, okay, if I want all of this, one year contracts. So if you ever decide like, mm, you know what, you guys are asking too much, that's cool, we'll take it to ABC. Yeah. That's cool, we'll take it to right? ABC. We'll take it to Fox. <laughs> one year contracts wow. uh, from the Masters. But I didn't want to go through some of these facts, I could do three hours on this because it's fascinating and it's obviously a revered course, but it's, I don't know that we ever really understand why we revere it so much. Like you, you're from Pennsylvania. I know you're not an overly huge golf guy. Is it weird to you how weird we get around a golf tournament?
1: Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's, there's no, you don't understand the hype of it, right? Well, I mean, I, it's odd because you've been around sports for long enough to where you, you understand, like, uh, there, there's not really an insanely good comparison, but there's things that, that I hold in high regard, and I feel like, you know, but whether if you're a college football fan, you hold certain stadiums in high regard. If, if you're, uh, you know, a, a, a NASCAR fan like myself, you hold certain tracks in high regard, and, and if people ask, sometimes you can, you can list... You know, fifty facts of, of why it's so amazing and history. An interesting point, but I think then the,
0: sometimes you can't. Sometimes it's just yeah. like it's just amazing. I think the closest thing you can compare it to, maybe, is the Rose Bowl. Right. Yeah. And even that with kind of like the college football playoff has kinda of, I don't wanna say some of the majesty around the Rose Bowl has been taken away, but it's really it's obviously much more significant when it's a semifinals game. True. But it's just like there's something revered about going and playing in Pasadena, right?
1: even then though i feel like there's there's the masters and augusta has this extra this extra explanation and extra feel to it that yes no i'm i'm happy to hear these things and and interested in this stuff because this is some of the stuff i feel like on the outside looking in i'm like i know it has to be there yeah. but i've never been there i've never been that into it so i i like i know about the pimento cheese and all that kind of stuff but i mean that's those are just kind of the hot button topics, right? The hot button points that that people bring up when you talk about the Masters. Like, oh, it's the Masters. It's traditional. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. It's hilly. It's a challenge. So many people have, so many, um, you know, historic and incredible golfers have won there. You had this several different moments with Tiger Woods. You had a but-
0: co-founder shoot himself. At eight well, but corner. this the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, ha- exactly. I-, I have
1: no idea about that. Like, I want to hear about that more. The things you were listed <laughs> off. Like, I kind of want to hear about that. Like you said, the 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 rules of of the broadcast were very interesting. Like you said, that that yeah. one isn't great, but and I agree with well, you. Well, obviously,
0: there, that one's been changed since 1979. As it should and be. Lee Eller right? And Leander now it, is one yeah. of the ceremonial tee shots. Right, which yeah. is
1: fantastic. And but no, as going off should. that
0: last year. When Lee Elder is invited and it's a historical moment for the Masters who has a very interesting uh, history with race where, again, we talked about Clifford Roberts, who let's caveat it by saying this. Tom Callahan wrote a book about the Masters and on Clifford Roberts, he said Jones, referring to Bobby Jones, said Jones and Roberts might not have been any more racially bigoted than the average American born in 1902 or 1894, but neither one of them was a champion of affirmative action. So, yeah, they again, racist. Yeah. Is the easiest way to put it. Clifford Roberts was once quoted as saying that as long as he's in charge, the golfers will be white and all the caddies will be black.
1: Jesus. Yeah,
0: Yeah. So, like, it's you have to understand that and then understand the way that the newer heads of Augusta National have tried to push forward. Like, uh, Lee Elder was the first African-American to play at Augusta National. Condoleezza Rice was the first woman to be a member at Augusta National. So you have to understand all those things, but also there yeah. are there are things to be revered about the course itself uh, and about the tournament, but it's a lot of it came from Clifford Roberts, who it's one of those art versus artist kind of a thing. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break. I want to come back. I want to continue this conversation because I think it's a, Huge week just for our state. Yeah, It's one of the right. biggest events in the world in terms of sports, uh, and I don't know that we've really spoken about kind of the history around Augusta National. Uh, Braves, first game coming up this week, opening day. World champion Atlanta Braves. We'll talk about that uh, as well, and we have some spring football to dive into. But let's take a quick break. We'll dive back into the Masters because there's just I, – I think I got PJ hooked with some of the facts. <laughs> and then when he mentioned suicide in there – on the course.
1: Yeah, yeah that's...
0: Uh, let's, uh, let, let's, let's dive into that. Cause now we got the intrigue. Now it's turning into a murder mystery podcast. Uh, we'll dive into that. <laughs> but again, it's Masters week. Tiger Woods is there. It's going to be a game-time decision, according to Tiger Woods. But he's there. He's wearing sunglasses. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back. More Masters talk next, right here on 2nd Down. All right. I'm going to reel myself back in here a little bit because I could just start going off on tangent after tangent. But I just find it utterly fascinating. The tournament that's taking place in Augusta this weekend, a little tournament. But it's, <laughs> I've seen people compare it to the Super Bowl, and I get it because you're talking about in terms of prestige, right? And it's like, it's the Super Bowl of golf. But I don't think any two events could be more dissimilar, right? Because the Super Bowl is nothing but commercials, it is nothing but product placement what 75 80% of the people in the stands could give a rip about who's playing in the game especially
1: yeah especially with how it's gotten like it was <laughs> it was expensive 10 15 years ago uh-huh. but now it's like an, unless yeah. you're a millionaire like you're probably not going on and,
0: and i would say the the like, tickets to augusta are more elite and harder to come by i think the estimates are between thirty five, forty thousand 40,000 people go every go every year and you're putting what 80 90 in a super bowl. Yeah. But it's much cheaper. Is like I said if you can get one of those week passes, 375 bucks. And you're in and you're eating $2 sandwiches.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? All day.
0: But okay, so I'm really myself in. Do you want to talk about Clifford Roberts first or do you want to talk about do you want to talk about just like random facts?
1: Let's go with the random facts. I I now now that you've shared a little bit with me about Clifford, like I was very intrigued and then you started sharing a little bit with me about Clifford Robertson, and now, yeah, let's let's uh, push him back as far as we can. Well,
0: so again, again, art versus artistry, <laughs> Augusta National is not what it is yeah, right now him, unless it's yeah. for him. So I guess I'm just gonna ignore you and start talking about Clifford Robertson. <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. But go ahead. I mean, he like he, he it's not <laughs> out of the realm of possibility to say. Actually, I feel pretty comfortable saying it. He's the reason that Dwight Eisenhower was a president of the United States. How does that connect? Like he was the money manager for Eisenhower. Wow. And was okay. not only managed his personal finances after World War II, uh, but managed his campaign finances, and was responsible for raising money for his campaign. Uh, he, his mom, or yeah, his his mom was the niece of Francis Scott Key, the person who wrote the Declaration of, or not the Declaration of the National <laughs> right, Anthem, yeah. Anthem Star Spangled Banner. National banner. Anthem, yeah, the, the Star Spangled Banner uh, was. I believe it was his mother. They're definitely related. Like I said, it's just the facts around this are nuts. Yeah. Uh, But Augusta National, what it is today and how it operates is based off of his playbook. He was a a Wall Street tycoon, like made millions upon millions by age 27, Mm -hmm. right? Like was, was a crazy businessman. Again, incredibly racist and incredibly misogynistic, but Augusta National is what it is because of the practices he laid the foundation for. Right. And again, they've spent the last decades trying to correct a lot of the mistakes he made. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the best way to wrap up his story is he got sick, and when it came out that he wasn't going to be able to make it, I should say came out, but like when he received the news that he wasn't going to make it, one morning he woke up, went and got a haircut, put on his best set of pajamas, walked out to Amen's Corner and shot himself. As I say, these are all... True stories about Augusta National. This isn't some Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil made-up tale about <laughs> right. South Georgia. Like, nope, this actually happened. So yeah. bear that in mind as you're you're watching the folks out there hitting the balls on the greens with those yellow flags. Uh, wow, so, yeah, crazy. But Goodness. So I, I do find this fascinating because the Masters and a, a lot because of uh, Clifford Roberts and the advisors he had were the first to do a lot of things in golf. Uh, like, they were the first to put out grandstands. For patrons to sit and basically, like, instead of just following the golfer everywhere, you could set up on a certain hole and go up in the stands and, and sit there the whole time. Yeah. Uh, they were first to install signs at every T box showing each player's score as they pass by. And so I, I guess a lot of that comes from the fact that, okay, these people are going to be sitting here. They're not going to be able to keep up with everything that's going on. Right. We'll, we'll keep them abreast of the situation by having this sign where you communicate and We put them up. Uh, The first to distribute free daily printed pairing sheets. So when you walk in, you can see who's playing together. Uh, The first to impose a limit on ticket sales, probably because it was the best tournament around, and, you know, you got to eventually sell out. Uh, And the first to put, like, toilet facilities throughout a golf course. So, like, instead of just, hey, listen, if you're on 13, you're going to have to find a tree or you're going to have to huff it back to the clubhouse, Right. And so it's just all the different stories and the lore around Augusta National. One of my favorite ones is the, is the theory about there being no animals at Augusta National. If you watch the broadcast and people have been there, you don't see squirrels, which we live in Georgia. Yeah. They're I everywhere. Think you squirrel hunt. Yes. Yeah. Like, so you
1: telling me I could have a job up there.
0: I, I don't know if you could. <laughs> I, 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 I think you would be left without work <laughs> because no one's ever seen a squirrel. Uh, and,
1: no, I'm saying there's got to be a reason for that, though.
0: No, this is from the Washington Post. <laughs> a couple of writers were up there. They said, no bur- birds, squirrels, insects, or any other living creature indigenous to planet Earth <laughs> at the Masters. Nowhere on the property. Uh, yeah, Dave Shannon said that he made a multi-day quest for a single bird sighting. So far, none. There's no way. Watch the <laughs> Masters this year and tell me if no you see way an that's animal. true. Uh, someone from the I think it was either New York Post or the Washington Post in 1966 got a sample of the water, or 1996, excuse me, got a sample of the water and tested it and had like food dye in it. They were immediately like suspended from ever coming back uh, to the tournament. One of my favorite ones is the rough, and th- these are things that you hear and you never really thought about the rough at Augusta National. So if somebody hits the ball off the off the fairway into the rough, yeah, right, that's what you call it, right? You're right. watching any tournament. Yeah. You miss you miss the fairway, it's in the rough. You're not in the green, you're on the rough. The masters, you ain't referring to their grass as, as the rough. rough. <laughs> it's the second cut. Okay. You're in the second cut. Uh they have they're <laughs> famous for banning broadcasters and other media members, but this is one of my favorite. Uh they banned CBS broadcaster Gary McCord in nineteen ninety five for saying, quote, they don't cut the greens here at Augusta, they use bikini wax. Which wow. I would I would take as a compliment. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I guess we can't have. I wonder which part of that they took as a non-compliment. What's funny is you—you you automatically think the latter, but they're probably mad. He, They—he said green. <laughs>
0: so we I don't. don't know. We don't wax. I don't know, man. We shave. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: That's that's crazy. Uh,
0: this was one I didn't know until a couple years ago. Golfers must return their green jacket to Augusta National one year after winning the Masters. And I think it was Gary, yeah, it was Gary Player one time, because Gary Player's from South Africa. He did not return it, and they called him. He's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, I'm a champ. I'll bring it back with me. All right, y'all, just just chill out. They got to make a movie of that. After like... that, the only time you can wear your green jacket after the one year, only time you can wear your green jacket is when you're at Augusta National. Okay. So that's why you'll see the Sergios and the, the Tigers when they're presenting, and Bubba, like, presenting the jacket to the next person who wins one they're all wearing theirs they're just stored at the course that
1: was honestly my next question after you got me off because you were like you were like talking about gary player he was like what are you gonna do and then like a movie script pops in my head it's like they're they're gonna send assassins or something augusta yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's that's hilarious um no but that 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 was my next question though is well how come we see these guys in their green jackets all the time then but like you said, we only see them there at Augusta while they're presenting something else, or you know, if they make an appearance or something like that. That's a little too far for me. I'm not. Most of what you've said has been, but like for incredible, the most part, but you like, have
0: to return trophies, and I think they get like a they get a. So they have like the Butler Cabin trophy, and they get a replica of that to keep.
1: Yeah, but everyone talks about the green jacket,
0: man. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's a history thing, you know.
1: I guess. Yeah, it's a to a certain thing. extent. I, I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. Like you get your, you get your Hall of Fame jacket. You don't yeah. return
0: that, right? Here, like, here's my, but here's my question, PJ. And this is one I had, and so I did a little research. What happens if some years down the line? Because I mean, you're 22, you win the Masters, you're feeling yeah. great, you're slim, you're trim. Oh no! You're in the prime of your life. Yeah. So you don't win another one, and you're 60, and you come back, and you just want to hang out at Augusta, but you want to put your coat back on. And you're like, yeah. come on. They'll resize it for you. Good for good for them. Yep. Yeah. And good here's the here's the kicker. You're like, okay, Tiger Woods has won I think, five times at the Masters. Well, you're the expert. I am, and I feel bad that I don't know that. <laughs> uh, if you want to double check that for me, but Tiger does not have five green jackets. He only has the one. And the only way they would give him a new one is if he got a little bulky. Right, Of course. And uh, which is Tiger
1: Woods? One. Like that man, literally like destroyed his leg last year he hasn't gained a pound so that's that's probably never i'm assuming gonna happen.
0: tiger woods has spent more money on just maintaining his body in the past couple years than we'll ever make in our lives it's true so
1: yeah there's that no that's that's very true i don't know man all, all that's crazy um and yeah that's five, a, certainly
0: five times there you thank go. you uh okay last one last one okay The pristine white bunkers. Yeah, like how do they do that? Everybody else has sand, and it kind of turns like tan. Of course. How how does theirs just look white?
1: Do they color it
0: in some way? No, no, they use a different product than everyone else uses. Okay. Actually, waste from aluminum mining when they get the aluminum out of quartz. So you're not hitting out of sand, brother. That's aluminum. Pure quartz. What in the world? Welcome to Augusta National. That's
1: insane. That's crazy. Welcome
0: um, to the Masters. That's wild, man.
1: See, and, and this is the thing. Like all that is insanely interesting and I will say even knowing all that, I'll probably like there's nothing like growing up somewhere and or or f- falling in love with a sport at a young age and learning all about it and just kind of being in it for that long. But I will say all of that makes me understand a little bit more, at least, and appreciate a little bit more, uh, at least, of, of kind of why it's held in such high regard. Because, like you said, I mean, I, of course, I have a lot of fans that are very, not friends that, that are very into golf. Uh, my buddy Austin, super big, uh, super big uh, golf fan. His dad works as a pro. Uh, Andy, super big golf fan, of course. Uh, You're really big golf fan. Robbie Ross, who we talked, about, mm-hmm. talked to last week. Huge golf. So... I have all these friends and whatnot that that are big golf fans, but even the ones I have that aren't big golf fans are like, oh, Augusta National, the Masters, yeah, that's huge. I, I want to go there someday. And I'm well, like, why? But like, what?
0: Yeah, no, no. So it's it's interesting. It's, it's but that makes sense. But it's but again, I still I ask the question like, but why? Like all those things that I've said, like they're they're fascinating, right? They're they're extremely interesting facts. But like, what is it inherently about Augusta National? Because like, as a 12 year old kid, you're not sitting there watching the Masters knowing about Clifford Roberts and his troubled past, right? There's just something kind of magical about it. And I think a lot of it comes from the exclusivity of it. And that's not just like on being able to get tickets. It's true. I may have this wrong, but I think I have it right. Thursday and Friday television coverage doesn't start until three o'clock. And, and I believe it starts at either noon or one o'clock on Saturday and Sundays. And so what does that mean is before the advent of streaming, because now you can go on Masters.com and watch like featured groups. You can't watch all of it, mm-hmm. but you can watch featured groups. And usually, if, if Tiger's playing, he's in one of those groups just because that's smart metrics. You're going to get <laughs> yeah. millions of views. But prior to that, it was basically, if you wanted to watch all the golf, you better be here. Or you're just going to have to catch the five-minute recap when CBS or ESPN come in, and then they'll go to live coverage. So you miss upwards of half of the golf like you don't watch any of the morning rounds right you just you kind of get caught up and so it's fascinating to me because of the exclusivity of it and then once it happens it's pristine there's not a blade of grass out of place yeah it's never like oh well there's sunspots and yeah no it's it's augusta national
1: yeah that is one thing i'll say like no matter what uh I, I have always insanely respected it and that's very obvious to see now there, there are some gorgeous other sites and golf courses and and views and whatever but th- there is some there's there's a select few golf courses and of course the masters and augusta are are on top of those that you just look at and you're like okay this is next yeah. level like this is this almost looks like a little slice of heaven like that's crazy well, so I, I will say that and I've always thought that yeah. for
0: sure and it, and, I, and it's like year after year it's one of the it's just the one of the mainstays in sports but it's like it's year after year it, it doesn't rotate like the Masters isn't on, C, on Sea Island one year right and then the next they're moving it over to Columbus and then up to Atlanta at East Lake right It's at Augusta National every year it's not a PGA tour event it's Augusta National's Invitational. And they have the quirky rules with that, too, where it's, if you win, you can play forever. They put a rule in there one time, and I forget the golfer, but they put a rule in there one time where it's like, all right, we're putting the age cap at 65. <laughs> and then kind of like, because the dude, like, one year hit, like, 110, and then the next year, like, got, like, two holes into it and withdrew, and it was like, yeah. eh. <laughs> it. I'm tired, but so they put that uh, rule in and eventually they took it away. So again, now mass previous masters champions can play as much as they want to. Uh, It's the exclusivity of actually getting into the club where it's just a bunch of millionaires and billionaires. There's like around hovering around 300. No one knows officially how many it is, but you can't apply to be a member there. You have to be invited. Yeah, basically you don't get in unless somebody else gets kicked out or dies. Right. Right. And, but like what I love is they have like a club champion who I think Rory McElroy played with him a few years back. Where if there's an odd number on one of the weekend days when it goes into groups of two, then they have this guy from the club just go out there and play with him. Dude beat Rory McElroy in a round. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's like they don't—they didn't keep his score, but everybody was right. keeping his score. Yeah. And they're like, wow, that dude just smoked Roy McIlroy. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Like, like, well, you know, I play this thing five times a week.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's still impressive. So it's I just, mean.
0: Yeah, there's, and then uh, Ben Herndon writes in, so there's an entire market of people renting their own homes out in Augusta to people wanting to be in town for the Masters. It is wild. I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying this. I believe this is where Airbnb came from. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah no, because. Like uh, around the week around Augusta National, one is just you can't do anything. So if you're home, you're being invaded by millions of people coming to Augusta, Georgia, which is already a hugely populated area. Right. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're being invaded and you're like, you know what? Let's just price gouge the crap out of this, put all the valuables away, take what we need to with us, mm-hmm. we'll go on vacation yeah. if we need to, and we'll rent this out. We'll make a few thousand bucks for letting somebody live in our house for a few weeks yeah. or a few days, right? I'm going to look this up in the break, but I do believe this is where the idea of Airbnb came from.
1: It's I, very possible. What's crazy about that is there's there's probably people, in, and I mean, you've probably heard of this before. I don't know. Yeah. But like, there's there's people I'm sure that go rent. Uh, of course, they rent out the yeah. homes so that they can then go to the Masters and actually go. Yeah. I'm sure there's people oh, yeah. that rent out the homes just to be in They Augusta. just want to go
0: hang out with John Daly at Hooters. Yeah, 1,000%. That's wild. Yeah, 1,000%. But, I mean,
1: I guess it's the same as like, no, that's not the same. That's not the same. Never mind. No, that's crazy though. Uh,
0: I'm going to do two things in the break. I'm going to look up the Airbnb thing, but also I'm going to look up prices for Airbnbs <laughs> <Yeah>. in Augusta <laughs> this week. Let's take a yeah. quick break. We'll come back. we got Braves baseball this weekend. we got some news uh, around the Braves to dive into a little bit later. Three and out coming up next. B.J. Bennett and Ben Troop uh, taking it at 6 o'clock. Got anything special tonight going on? It's maybe a little uh, national championship Whoa, hey. and basketball <laughs> action. So we got a lot more to dive into. But I had a lot of thoughts on Augusta National, as you can tell. And I just... PJ was an active listener, so I appreciate that. Well, this has been good. Yeah. Let's, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, talk some Braves baseball and Airbnb next, right here on Second Down. <laughs> Second Down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source, Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko, Glad to have you all hanging out with us here on this Monday of Masters Week. But PJ also, just due to, you know, CBA disagreements and – Holdouts and lockouts. Opening week for baseball. Hey, the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves will have their first pitch of the season coming up on April seventh, eight oh eight. First pitch. You'll of course be able to hear every pitch of Braves baseball right here on your home <laughs> of the Atlanta Braves. What?
1: I'm just th- I'm just thinking. You you're not one of them. I- I'm not. I'm I'm not saying. But, like, it is funny. You talked about all the, the holdouts and the lockouts and just everything like that, and, and people complaining about millionaires argue, arguing about, you know, how much, how much they're going to make or whatever. And uh, I, just, I, just, I just think of everyone who swore off a baseball for the months that they weren't playing and were in lockout that can't wait. For, it's like they had, it's like, it's like, like, they had, like, the MIB you know, a flash there for a second. They're like, well, no, I never said that. What do you mean? I was annoyed, but I, I always couldn't wait for baseball to come back. Talked to them about a month and a half ago. They were like, no, 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 no. I'm sick of it. I'm over it. I'm done.
0: But, hey. That's what we always do.
1: Of course. Of course that's what you do. You know, you get you get in arguments with people. You're like, man, I'm not going to handle this anymore. I'm not going to deal with it. And then you talk it out a little bit, and you're like, all right.
0: All right.
1: All right, you want to go get you want to go get some food? All right, let's go get some food. Well, I, I chuckle and I laugh and I joke, but yeah, no, I can't wait for for opening day. I'm very happy that uh, all of baseball is going to be able to be back here very soon.
0: Max free. is sure. scheduled to be the opening day. starter for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, some quick news to get to here. Uh, it looks like Luke Jackson probably going to miss the year for the Atlanta Braves, uh, UCL injury in the elbow, which typically indicates he's going to need Tommy John surgery. Mm. So that'll put him out for the rest of the year. So curious to see what the Braves do there. Then also, uh, Braves put Ronald Acuna on the 10-day DL, or IL now, uh, the 10-day IL. And it's housekeeping at this point. He wasn't going to be there for the first series. They projected May. So what you do is you put him on the IL for 10 days, and then you can bring somebody up 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 for those first couple of series, and then you bring him back on the roster, and he can start playing uh, whenever he's ready. But again, first series coming up against the Cincinnati Reds starting on April 7th. Uh, but let's get back to some housing prices in Augusta. Yeah, why not? This is an let's article from 2012 from Augusta.com. Eight to ten bedroom house. You know, corporate rental kind of a deal. Yeah. Or you and some friends just get together to rent it out how much do you think that goes for I was for, about to say, for the that,
1: that's that's going to go for a lot no
0: matter what $25,000
1: <laughs> $25,000 yeah that's that's wild
0: how about uh, just a Goodness one bedroom gracious. condo one bedroom condo uh that's
1: 25,000 this is 2012 yeah and this is this is one person maybe two people hanging out in in, in the uh dollars 2500
0: $2, bucks $2, 2012 yeah true uh for a 3 bath 4 bedroom home Yeah. That that makes sense. You're going to spend just for where you're staying. But hey, tickets are cheap. Yeah, right. Tickets are cheap. Babe, 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 (laughs) babe, listen. I know I'm spending $10,000 for a four night stay. We be, got the tickets for 125 bucks. We're going to be eating three dollar pimento cheese sandwiches. We, we, we're actually making money out like the golf course.
1: All the time. You just, we want to talk about actually making money? Like I, I know we talked about this, but at first we were like, you know, maybe you go on a vacation if you own a house there. You go on a vacation. You you rent out the Airbnb or just go stay with someone. No, 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 no. I'm going on like I'm going on a crazy vacation if I know I'm about to get nine thousand dollars. I, I
0: get the vacation part of it, but like, honest to God, think about the investment. If you buy two hundred thousand dollar home in Augusta, Georgia, yeah, right. Two, nice house. Mortgage is probably coming out around $1,100, 1200 bucks a month, and you have insurance and you have all the other stuff you pay. We're just talking about the mortgage for what you're having to pay, mm-hmm. right? And you're renting that bad boy out <laughs> for four, five thousand dollars. You're yeah. taking almost like half of your year away in mortgage payments every year just for a week. It's true. Just for a week, it's crazy. Although,
1: I'll say, I mean, the 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 real estate market and whatnot, probably around around Augusta, most likely takes that into account,
0: right? Well, that's why I so said I, that, I, I, don't know. You buy, a, you buy that two hundred thousand dollar home. Yeah. Anyway. Are you saying Augusta National is why we're about to have a housing bubble?
1: No, not at all. There's there's a lot more reasons because of that, and, and a lot of them I don't even know. Or it's we probably do have over a housing my head, bubble. But like, I know it's. A, I I can tell you what I don't know, but I can also tell you uh, when when things are just you know yeah. wrong and probably headed hey, for a disaster. My, my
0: official hometown, Atlanta, Georgia, just got labeled. Oh, was it not unlivable, but like unaffordable? Housing is unaffordable in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of that around a lot of places. But come on down to South Georgia, hang out. We got sand nats and fried shrimp. <laughs> Sweet tea. I mean, they got that up there, too. Yeah, but... I was just trying to think what we have. Like we have the ocean. But
1: I feel like, like what do we
0: have they don't have in the north part of Georgia? Sand gnats. True. And fresh fried shrimp. Yeah. We no, got you're right. Going
1: for I feel like the farther south you get until you hit Florida, like the sweeter the sweet tea gets.
0: Brother, uh, you go anywhere in Macon, you go down to Valdosta, it makes your teeth hurt. Like <laughs> yeah. It's 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 about the same everywhere. <laughs> Uh, in Georgia. We got to take a quick break, though. We'll come back and get you ready for three and out next, right here on ESPN Radio. All right. So I got to make a correction here, but it doesn't change how funny it is. Uh, we were talking about the old guys playing at Augusta. Right. Well past their prime. So okay. there's two of them, and I kind of combine them together. Oh. Uh, previous champion, Billy Casper, in 2005, shot, shot a 105 at Augusta National. And they're like, all right. You need to calm down. And then Doug <laughs> Ford in two thousand one, at the ripe old age of seventy eight years old. Good for him. Three decades, not since he had last won the Masters. Three decades since he had last made the cut <laughs> at the Masters. Goes out there, makes a double bogey on the first hole and says "Bleep it" and just I'm leaves. Done. Didn't even withdraw. <laughs> didn't turn in the old tour card or the yeah the scorecard. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. I'm out of here. That's great. I respect that. And I think, like I, was like, I I understand how it can make you mad if you're like, this is my tournament, it's prestigious, but also, like,
1: I kind of like, man. man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I respect both of those, right? I respect the guy who's like, all right, this, this isn't it, and just leaves. I also respect that. Listen, if you're at the Masters and you're playing, you've already made it this far you know, just because you're, you're, you know, 20 shots over the cut or whatever through 13, like, who cares? Finish it out.
0: Well, no, I, he I went just think all the it's way funny. Through. He's 78. He was like, I made a double bogey. That's a tough hole. That ain't bad.
1: Oh, no, that's yeah. what I respect it, man. I'm out of he here. He was done.
0: Speaking all- of out of here, we're out of here. Three and out. Coming up next, Ben Troop, BJ Bennett, taking it to 6 o'clock.